welcome to the Clear Impact Podcast, brought to you by PGTI University. Thanks for joining us today. My name is Sherry Connor, and I am your host. So through partnerships with our community partners, such as PGT, we are able to ensure that access to our programs are available to all, regardless of their socioeconomic status or just their stage in life. We're able to ensure that everyone has access to our programs. Jamie Browning came in to chat with us about the YMCA of Southwest Florida. She serves as the Vice President of Philanthropy and with that, works with partners like us at PGT Innovations. They serve seven counties in Southwest Florida, operating eight wellness facilities, two charter schools, four early learning academies, and additional summer and after-school programs. Jamie shares how they've come together to serve those in need, providing normalcy after Hurricane Ian. It's wonderful to know that our partnership helps them to help others. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Clear Impact Podcast. And we are in a series called Community Matters. And we've had the privilege of talking with a few of our nonprofit partners. And today we are speaking with Jamie Browning, who is with the YMCA of Southwest Florida. And so, Jamie, welcome to the studio. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here today. It's great to meet you. Yes, you as well. (laughs) Okay, so tell us a little bit about you. Introduce yourself, maybe how long you've been there, and then like some of your responsibilities and what you do. Okay, great. My name is Jamie Browning, and I am the Vice President of Philanthropy for YMCA of Southwest Florida. I've been in the Y movement for a while, about 17 years. So yeah, so I've had the opportunity to watch our Y continue to grow and expand its services across our service area. So I'm incredibly fortunate right now. My role at the Y is I oversee our philanthropy team and work directly with our community partners to ensure that we're meeting the needs of our community. Awesome. And so you have a lot of different branches, right, all throughout Southwest Florida. So tell us a little bit about like how many different locations and how's everybody doing after the storm? Mm -hmm. YMCA of Southwest Florida serves um, seven counties across Southwest Florida, Manatee, Sarasota, Charlotte, Lee, Hendry Glades, and DeSoto County. Wow. We operate eight wellness facilities, as well as two charter schools, four early learning academies, and various after-school and summer camp programs throughout our region. Wow. Okay. I had no idea that you guys were that big. That's impressive. How's everybody doing after Hurricane Ian? We are all in this together. I think that it varies depending on the impact that our communities have seen, as well as our staff team and our participants and our families and the individuals that are part of our Y family. But as part of our hurricane relief effort, we know that the communities have seen various levels of impact, but we're working together with our community partners to ensure services are available to everyone. Um, Southern County, Lee County, specifically Fort Myers and our location, South Sarasota County and Charlotte County have been incredibly impacted by the storm. But as part of the Our outreach and our mission is to ensure that we're able to meet emerging needs Mm -hmm. of those in our community. So we've been providing care, such as immediately after the storm, we opened up our facilities as community hubs 
So any individual can come in and take a hot shower, charge their devices, find some respite from the the heat outside or whatever elements are facing, or just take a break and a moment of calmness under the conditions caused by the storms. But we also began to operate community relief care for our children and families. So we opened a community relief camp and opened up our ELAs, which are early learning academies, following the storm because we knew that a lot of individuals needed that resource to Mm -hmm. be able to have care for their children during this time. Rather, they're going back to work or rebuild, cleaning up their homes and for some, essentially rebuilding their lives. We began a food program, so both at our locations, giving hot meals to individuals, as well as dispersing and having mobile distribution and our outreach. Our outreach right now, that's still going strong. Everything is still going very strong, but our outreach really focusing on those underserved and overlooked communities. How can we bring our resources to them and make sure that they have everything they need to have accessible to them so they're able to continue to recover after this. Right. Wow. That's amazing. I love it when people help people. Absolutely. It just just makes my heart happy. So tell us a little bit about the connection to PGT Innovations and maybe how that came about, if you know, or how long that's been happening. Tell us a little bit about that connection. Of course. So PGT has been a supporter of our why for as long as I can remember. And in 2018, we actually began through a partnership with PGT um, operating the Early Learning Academy right here on your campus, Mm -hmm. where we're able to serve up to 90 children daily through um, early learning services, starting at six weeks to five years old into that VPK program, making sure that they're kindergarten ready and ready to go on to their schooling careers and just being prepared for their academic careers in the future. That's awesome. And that's a huge perk for the working families here that have little ones. I understand there is a little bit of a waiting list, I think, for our teams, but it's not exclusive to the PGT family, correct? It's open for whoever can get in? Correct. I know it's just super convenient to have it here on our campus and moms and dads can go over and say hi to their little ones on their lunch or whatever they need to do. Absolutely. And that is definitely a benefit. So nice as a parent just to know that your kids are in an environment where they are taken care of Mm -hmm. um, while you're working. Yeah. And it's close by too. So sometimes those commutes can just seem forever and with traffic not getting any lighter anytime soon. (laughs) At least in our area, it's not. So that's an awesome thing. And then we have someone on your board, right? Yes. Debbie Lipinska serves on our board of directors. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. She's great for stuff like that. She's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. We love Debbie. So how does our partnership allow your organization to make an impact in the larger community? So as part of our mission is we want to make our services available to everyone, regardless of their ability to pay. So through partnerships with our community, partners such as PGT, we are able to ensure that access to our programs are available to all, regardless of their socioeconomic status or just their stage in life. We're able to ensure that everyone has access to our programs. It could be oftentimes a single parent that needs help and support to attend a youth development program, rather that be early learning, summer camp, before and after school care, but it also could be a senior in need of a place to remain healthy, active, and well, and they're able to access our facilities. It also 
YMCA of Southwest Florida's, one of our initiatives is social impact. Mm -hmm. And with the social impact initiative, it's really ensuring that we're addressing educational disparities, health equity, and going beyond our walls. Like our goal is to always reduce the barriers within communities and expand our services to those who need us most. Through our community partnerships, we are able to have the resources available to us to make sure YMCA programs are available to all. That's awesome. So a lot of financial support. And I know from personal experience, nonprofits know how to stretch every dollar they get. So it's money well invested back into our community. I don't know if you have this off the top of your head or if you thought about this question, but I love stories and I think it really kind of connects us all in a way. So do you have any great stories about like maybe an individual who's been impacted by your services? Be sure to tune in for upcoming episodes to help you understand the fenestration industry, what you need to know when buying windows and doors, and other related topics. You can find out more about us at pgtiuniversity.com. You can also find us on Facebook and LinkedIn. We hear stories quite often of every day, really, about the families and the children and the impact that the YMCA is making on families that wouldn't be possible without our community partners. And when I first started to simmer on this question a little bit and I just really reflecting on it, I think that us as a community coming together with our partners, rather they're nonprofit or our corporate partners, our, our partners, individuals in the community, most recently we have all been impacted by the storm that's crossed our coast. But seeing the community come together the way it has has been really incredible. And I think that's a story in itself. But one story that stemmed off of that was at our early learning facility, we've had a family that Unfortunately, their home was in ruins because of the storm, and they didn't have access to a lot of services after the storm, kind of regaining, we're talking days after the storm, trying to recollect our thoughts and get everything going again or collect their thoughts and just really recoup in their first steps of their journey of rebuilding their lives. And they came to one of our early learning academies, and They were able to receive the care that they needed for their children. They had some normalcy, but I heard the story probably about three weeks ago, and it's just the power of kindness during times like this. So our early learning director at this particular facility, the girls, their homes destroyed. They've lost a lot of things as the outcome, and it's just they knew she, I guess, got on her knees and kind of was talking to the girls how glad she was to see them, Mm. but said, is there anything we can do for you right now? And the little girls, they just wanted a cake pop from Starbucks. (laughs) These sweet little girls just wanted a cake pop from Starbucks. And so the next day, they actually, I think, showed up a little late the next day. So we were, were, I guess she was kind of counting down the minutes till when they were supposed to be there and they didn't come and they eventually came. And she gave them this cake pop from Starbucks. And she said it just brightened their whole day and they were beyond excited. And I know that seems it's a cake pop, right? You can go to Starbucks and it's a, I don't know how much they are now, $2, whatever, whatever the price is right now. But just the power of kindness through this and how everybody comes together during this time, I know that it really brightened their day. We've had partnerships through different organizations where one organization came in. And I think this is just, there's just so many things happening right now. That's one thing that stood out in my head, but another, an organization came in and was able to connect with all the children and gave everyone a pair of shoes. But as the community hub, they were able to serve 
over 100 kids by coming to our community hub. And there's just all these resources. We've had families that really just needed a place for their children to go during that challenging time where they're literally gutting their houses right now. And we're beyond thankful that we opened our doors for community relief camp because I think the things that some of these little ones have seen has been very traumatizing to them, but to be able to come to a place where they are safe and loved. And I actually had the opportunity of going to some of our community relief camps to just kind of visit with our staff, visit with the kids, take a moment to see our members. And they're just family. When you walk in the room, they were just so happy to be there and to see everyone rallying around them, rather it's other community partners giving resources to the kids or them having a safe place to be was a really incredible experience. Mm, That's so amazing. I know that's the thing. I mean, Southwest Florida, we're a resilient bunch. Yes. And I know I'm in Sarasota, so I was very fortunate and Mm -hmm. didn't have any damage at all. But I know everyone further south has just been hammered. But Mm -hmm. also that's where the opportunity, you know, lays for us to rise and to help and to give back. And I know our team has been helping a ton of our employees. And, you know, so if they're working for PGT, they should not be needing anything from anyone (laughs) because we've had water and food and lots and lots of resource available. So... But not everybody works for us. So I'm so thankful that other organizations are able to lend that support and to rally and to provide what they can and that connection, right? Because everybody Mm -hmm. wants to help, but how and who and where. And so that makes it really easy for everyone to just be in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And all of this is possible. I mentioned we couldn't do what we do without the support of our community partners. Us to be able to just get those resources out into the community was possible because of the support that we received from our community partners. Mm. And our most recent efforts, and I don't know if this will be a good cut in the story, but our most recent efforts right now, we know down in some of our um, southern branches and communities that there are, I mentioned earlier, underserved and overlooked communities. Right now we're planning outreach events into those communities where we're going into those communities, but we're coordinating the efforts with others. Mm-hmm. So we're able to really show up in those communities. Rather, it's um, right now we're, we want to make sure that these individuals have everything they need. Rather, it's clothing, shoes, backpacks for their kids, just bringing joy to a child by giving them a new toy. What does that look like? Haircuts. How can we get FEMA support out there to these communities? So we're working with some community partners right now for that. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. This is so good. I'm so thankful that I got a chance to hear a little bit from you today about the why and the local branch. And I did not know you guys had charter schools and all of that. So that's super cool. So the idea behind this is that whether you're in the Southwest Florida area or whether you're in Texas or California or Arizona or wherever you might be listening, that there are YMCAs nationally. Yes. And that they are an amazing organization and that they do a ton of good in their areas wherever that is. So if you're looking for a solid partner and you don't know where to begin, check out your local Y. Absolutely. We are movement across the nation. That's for sure. There are Ys across our nation. Awesome. All right. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for your time today. It was great getting to hear a little bit more about you guys and it was great meeting you. Absolutely. You too. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Have a great day. You too. Okay. 
PGTI University is the customer education team for an entire family of brands. We began with the original Easy Breeze porch and closure line, then became PGT, America's leading brand of impact-resistant windows and doors. We then added CGI, CGIC, Windor, Western Windows, New South Windows, Echo Windows and Doors, and our latest acquisition, Anlin Windows and Doors. We create products built to withstand major storms, keeping people safe, secure, and prepared. Our exceptional brands give you the protection you need without compromising design or functionality. PGTI University is here to educate you, our listener, so that you can be more informed about window and door products.